please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Good morning, Brent Begley here. This is Law Table Lawyer, and today I want to talk about something very important. You know, there's a civil rights issue that really no one's talking about. And if they are talking about it, they're not talking about the right thing, right? They're not talking about the actual issue. Here's the issue. Guardianships. Way too easy to obtain guardianship in this country and in this state, okay? And, you know, you, if you hear people talking about guardianships and the problems with guardianships, a lot of times you hear about, okay, someone's appointed guardian and maybe they embezzled money or maybe they did something wrong. But that's not the real issue. The real issue is how easy it is to get guardianship of somebody. Now to put this in context, what a guardianship is, is where an individual called the respondent is adjudicated incompetent by the state, made a ward of the state. Okay, and that means that they're stripped of all their rights and their liberties, essentially. And someone is appointed to make decisions for them. And that person, their guardian, that's appointed to make decisions for them, can now make decisions directly opposed to that individual's wishes. And the guardian, for example, can place that individual in a facility against their wishes. You use their money to pay for that facility. Kind of rub salt in the wound there. Against their wishes. And... This is incredibly important because we're talking about a deprivation of liberty. Any other time we talk about deprivation of liberty, any other time we talk about taking away someone's rights in this way, you're afforded an amazing amount of protection before that can happen. Imagine if you're charged with a crime. Now, before you can be convicted of that crime, the state who's charging you, the governmental entity that's charging you, the state or the government, has to pass a number of very high bars and get past a lot of rights that you know to invoke or someone will invoke them for you. So you have a right to an attorney and that attorney has to act on your behalf based on what you want. Even if it's a dumb decision, even if that attorney says, we ain't going to trial, you should take a deal. If you want to go to trial, you go to trial and that attorney represents you zealously, regardless of whether or not it's a bad decision. You have a right to trial, to be heard, to cross-examine, you know, the, the accusers, to face your accusers. That's really, really, a really big deal. And you have... You'll have this hearing, this, this trial before a judge who has a law degree, okay? And that judge with a law degree was either appointed based on merit or elected based on merit. And lastly, if the state wants to prove that you committed a crime, they have to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt, which is the highest bar there is. So, Let's look at guardianships, a very similar deprivation of rights. Well, actually, you could even think of it as a more severe deprivation of rights because if I'm convicted of a crime, most crimes out there don't result in life 
okay? A lifetime deprivation of rights. But guardianship, you are now deprived of your rights and liberties and the ability to make decisions for yourself for the rest of your life until that competency is restored, which is not an easy thing to do. So a guardianship being a very similar deprivation of rights. Let's talk about the hearing. You don't have to be at the hearing as a respondent for it to go on. Now, a lot of the hearings, that individual is there, but hearings go on every day without the guardian, or I'm sorry, without the, the respondent present, okay? And they're deprived of their rights and liberties without ever showing up to court, which is crazy. Number two, it's not before a judge, okay? It is before a clerk of court who doesn't necessarily have to have a law degree. And it's not the elected clerk of court. Now, every clerk that I've been in front of is has done a great job. And I don't want to talk down about clerks because they do an amazing job and they're tasked with a really, really difficult job to do. But it shouldn't be in their hands, okay? Because... It's just like my job as an attorney. Someone off the street may be able to come in and do my job really well. They may learn the law very quickly and be able to speak about the finer points of the law, but it doesn't matter. They still have to pass the bar to do my job. And that's there for a reason. That's a safeguard, to safeguard the rights of my clients, to make sure they have adequate representation. We should have that same bar for someone who may or may not have their rights taken away. A right to an attorney. Now, this is a weird one. This is probably the weirdest part about guardianships is that as a respondent, they are automatically appointed an attorney by the court. But this attorney, this guardian ad litem, they're in a quasi position. It's a really weird, arguably unconstitutional position that they're in because on one hand, they quote unquote represent the respondent. And on the other hand, they are acting on behalf of the court. So they're an independent third party who makes a report to the court as to their opinion of number one, whether or not the respondent is incompetent and number two, who should be the guardian. So they, on one hand, represent the respondent. On the other hand, they're tasked with act acting in their best interest and in making a report to the court. So they could be making a report to the court that says, hey, I think this person's incompetent. And on the other hand, somehow representing them. So making a report to the court against their interests, but somehow representing them at the same time somehow protecting their other rights, which doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense at all that that person should be thought of as representing the respondent and then able to turn around and act directly against that person's interests. That's not representation. I can't do that as an attorney. Neither should they. And that's not to say that the respondents not allowed outside counsel. They are. But nine times out of 10, they don't seek outside counsel because they're told they're represented by this GAL, this guardian ad litem. Doesn't 
really represent them. So they are told they're represented. And how are they supposed to know the finer points of the scope of representation that the GAL provides? They don't because nobody tells them. And that's a problem. So all of these rights, right, are, are, are incredibly important because they're the barriers before the last thing, that last thing, okay? You gotta prove by a reasonable doubt if it's a crime. But in a guardianship, it's by clear, convincing, and cogent evidence, whatever that means. What I can tell you that it means is it means less. It's a lower bar than beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's a problem too. Because you can be stripped of all your rights and liberties by someone proving, not beyond a reasonable doubt, that you're incompetent. And by the way, how are they gonna prove that? They can prove it by witness testimony. And by the way, almost anyone can petition. Almost anyone can be a witness. A lot of times you have to use a doctor. The doctor doesn't even have to be there at the hearing, which is incredibly concerning. Because if it's a criminal trial, that expert witness has to go and be certified as an expert with the court in open court before they can even testify, testify, testify as to their opinion. In a guardianship, they don't even have to show up. In fact, it doesn't even have to be an affidavit many times. It could be a note written on the doctor's letterhead signed by the doctor. Furthermore, the doctor doesn't even have to see the respondent for the purpose of adjudicating them incompetent or giving an opinion as to their competency. They can be like, hey, yeah, I saw them a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, based on my medical opinion, by the way, I'm just a general practitioner, but not a neurologist, but based on my medical opinion, when I saw them and I gave them a physical, they seemed like they couldn't make decisions for themselves, which is crazy because that, I mean, they didn't even, they didn't even evaluate them for that purpose of determining a diagnosis as to their mental capacity, which is astonishing. And lastly, you know, the, the ward or the potential ward, the respondent doesn't even have to be at the hearing. As I mentioned before, but I want to reiterate this because it, it just blows my mind. So you could potentially have a guardianship go down where someone testifies presents a doctor's letter on letterhead, okay? Doctor doesn't even show up. The ward is not even a present. And someone without a law degree who wasn't elected takes away all of their rights and liberties with a stroke of a pen. Now, if that doesn't scare you to death, then maybe you should restart this video and watch it again because it scares me. Because we all age, so it affects every one of us. So that means 
that the closer we get to our twilight years, the closer we are to that potential deprivation of rights, the closer we are to this incredibly intrusive civil rights issue that we're facing and no one's talking about. But hopefully we can change that. Hopefully you can talk about this. Hopefully you can be aware of this. Hopefully those that are watching can can help me spread this message. And if you have any questions or want to express your concerns or figure out how to protect against this sort of thing, I'd love to sit down and talk to you. I'd love to help anyone in this situation or prevent, prevent this sort of thing from happening. If you want to talk to me about it, you can give me a call. 704-259-7040. That's the office number. Sit down with me for a free consultation or ask me any questions that you want, express any concerns that you want. And if you want to do something about it, I'm here. Okay. Please come talk to me. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre, Elderlaw Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre, Elderlaw Estate planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre, Elderlaw Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre